Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now, take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Hello and welcome, take it from the Iron Woman. Today we have Kemi from Indonesia with us. She lives in North Carolina and we want to hear from her. Kemi, thank you so much for being a guest with us. Who thank is you Kemi so much. Who is on our show tonight? Oh, um, I'm Kemi Hartoyo and I am a marketing technologist and I am the uh, CEO and founder of Norbiz, a marketing strategy and consulting company here in Raleigh, North Carolina, Apex, North Carolina area. I have a diverse team who brings a diverse set of work, uh, work sets as well as a diverse, how do you say, ethnic uh, background as well. I help businesses create marketing strategy automations for so that they can focus on the stuff that they love, take the minutia of marketing out of their day. But I also help um, businesses get to the point of being able to use and understand and use technology as well. So we help with creating a growth mindset in being able to, you know, use it and accept it, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's just a little bit of me in a nutshell. I have over 25 years of experience in marketing. I've worked all over the globe. I am, I've worked with Fortune 500 companies with large brands, and I'm a marketer at heart, a mom of two big boys now, so I, and I believe in learning. So um, here I am. That sounds interesting. I think everybody needs a little bit of you. Uh, I know we spoke before and the question that I would like to know is like, who is a typical or how does a typical marketer look like? I think we everybody has a different picture of a marketer. Yes, I, I, think, I think you're absolutely right. One of the, the things that I, uh, I've been thinking about and I faced myself is that Although I have worked around the globe and as a Muslim woman, I really haven't had a lot of personal problems. I have held um, high positions and have run global marketing campaigns, both traditional and interactive or online marketing, I, and as well as building SaaS platforms. But I, I find that there is, you know, coming into my own consultancy, I find that there's a lot of sorry, stereotypical perception of what a marketer should look like. And before even trying to engage, there is this sort of judgment, you know, play that happens um, when trying to engage. So in a way, I'm kind of trying to break that stereotype. And through talking to you um, and talking to and in and, and, and connecting with other professionals in different fields, I'd like to like to like people to know that it's it's important to allow listening. Like we should listen to other people yeah. first, give a people uh, give people a chance to listen to what they say, especially in a in a world that has digital disruption is like the main focus today. And there's so much change happening. I don't think 
and, and I strongly feel that it's not business as usual. I feel that having those different perspectives actually allow for a company or a strategy or a marketing plan to really be flexible mm-hmm. and being able to address the ever-changing needs in the, in the market today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's many changes. And mm-hmm. in a way, when I work with people in the marketing field, I feel like when you're a smaller company, you might even have a bigger impact because you be, can be more flexible and you can tailor it to the client's needs. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you said you have global experience. <laughs> and I think we too have many things in common. Tell us a little bit about your global experience and where are the bridges that you and I have built so far? Well, I have worked all over around the all around the globe. I actually my first job was out in Indonesia. I was with Ogilvy and Mather, mm-hmm. um, and I managed all of the Nestle brands for the Asia Pacific. Mm-hmm. I then, you know, returned to the United States and worked with American Online, USA Today, mm-hmm. Exxon Mobil. It's it's been quite the journey, and um, I think I mentioned. I think the biggest, I guess, challenge is not really sort of the work itself. I think the work overall is the same, but what's really strikingly different is the cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where the cultures it, between the United States and international waters are international. <laughs> and I've worked with Canada and Singapore and Hong Kong and Malaysia. I, I feel that the, the, the biggest difference is the acceptance and the accommodation at, at the personal level, right? At the, at the mm-hmm. day-to-day level. I'm not talking about organizational like acceptance because that's sort of like, you know, policy, but yeah. um, I'm really talking about this sort of day-to-day. And one thing that, um, as an example, right, drinking in the United States, and I'm, as a Muslim woman, I don't drink, but that's sort of a prevalent way of having a meeting or mm-hmm. running, you know, uh, networking events which is a little bit, I guess, difficult for me, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I can't, I, it's very difficult for me to be in that situation. And yet I am a marketer and it's supposedly, or it's unspoken word that you have to be part of that culture as opposed to in the international, in the international waters, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, the choice of um, networking events isn't just drinking, right? It's more, it, they, they choose a more generic activity. Let's mm. go out for ice cream or go out for dessert or go out for dinner where it's a choice, right? Where we just kind of sit down in a normal sort of, I guess, platonic, how do you say it? Um, not, not skewed to one particular activity environment. So mm. I think that is, I think that's, that's a huge thing right? Mm-hmm. Because then it doesn't put anybody in a, in a weird spot. And yet everybody, not everybody's Muslim. And I'm not, you know, we have, I've, I've sat around, you know, I grew up with uh, people who are Buddhists and Hindus mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Christians and, and, and Muslims and um, some with no religion, what, so ha- what have you. But there is a sort of respect, the unspoken. And I mm-hmm. think you mentioned that too, right? Where you don't really have to think about it. You don't have to, it's not, yeah. you don't talk about it at all. You just, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. We know already that these are the norms. Yeah. And probably you said you come from Indonesia. Indonesia, when I was there, mm-hmm. I was amazed how diverse yes. the country is, right? So every place I went, I was actually working with the SOS Children Villages. Mm-hmm. So I did mm-hmm. volunteer work. I provided leadership programs and mm-hmm. it was just fantastic time to be there. For me, it was like all that inclusion. Everybody was just, there was no discussion and I didn't even, yep. I didn't even think. And 
probably in Europe, even though you, you have different cultures, but I think we might be maybe more used to different cultures because in my little home country of Switzerland, we already have four different languages, four different <laughs> cultures. That's right. You, you drive two hours and then you speak a different language. <laughs> yes. And when you think in the US, you drive for five, 10 hours and it's, it's still the same. You see the McDonald's or the, yes. it's all the same, right? So, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you. And I think that's kind of the biggest ch difference and change for me, um, mm -hmm. which is why I think I kind of find it a little bit challenging now in trying to uh, sort of get the voice out there. And um, I know that there's a big push right now in the U.S. for diversity and inclusion, mm -hmm. but it's this label, right? Mm -hmm. There is a, there, it's not it's not inborn or ingrown where I, I, I see, I know that Switzerland, exactly, you drive 15 minutes and you're already speaking a different language yeah. so it's an automatic given that you're oh you know this is a just a different different way of doing or yeah. connecting with people right so yeah. and the same thing with Indonesians you know we have mm -hmm. such a diverse culture mm -hmm. um, we have people who look like myself and then we have people who look completely there are like I think in the northern part of Sumatra is you know blue blue eyes oh, you know really? because yes yes yeah. and um and then, you know, if you go all the way down to West, um, sorry, Papua New Guinea area, yeah. and they look, you know, African, yes. um, aboriginals, right? So mm -hmm. it's just very, it's just very diverse. And we, we accept it. I mean, we, you know, of course, we poke fun and what have you, but I think yeah. that's an, a great open, like, you know, open discussion, you know, and it's, and it's wonderful, um, as yeah. opposed to here kind of tiptoeing. And yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say, I just have one example, one of many examples in <laughs> Indonesia. I was actually traveling by myself mm -hmm. and they told me, no, in Indonesia, this, this is, nobody travels alone. So they always come in groups. Mm -hmm. And I went to a orangutan resort and yes, there was yes. a group of five women and they came in and they were giggling and laughing. And I was sitting alone at the table eating my lunch. And then they said to me, come over, you can't be alone. So this was the, we were meeting and laughing and then I said goodbye to them after a day. And then all of a sudden they called me, they came to my hotel and we went to another park and they said, you have to come with us. So it was just, <laughs> they, they have never met me. They didn't know me. And it was just so beautiful. And I was like, yeah, let, let me go. I had the time and the time of my life, I also have to say. So I think it's, we have to, to speak with our hearts. And that's the way we can also do business. So yes. probably in the business world, it might be a little harsher. Who are your clients that you are attracting? Maybe also people who are more open, more mm -hmm. diverse, more inclusive? Yeah, I mean, I, I have been attracting um, a lot of clients who are definitely open, right? One thing a lot of my clients have said to me, I say, why do you keep coming back to me? Is because we trust you. Um, you really don't sugarcoat it. You are who you are, you know, in front of us and behind us. Um, you say what you're going to do. And a lot, I guess a lot of marketers don't do that. They kind of like blow a lot of air and say, oh, we'll deliver this and do that and do this. And they don't really deliver. I can give you an example of just like recently we are winning won a pitch and it's actually for diversity and inclusion and uh, racial equity. We are the top two. Uh, uh, contestants out of 12 what's funny is that actually we won the bid but the 
loser <laughs> wants to be included on our team. <laughs> and it's just not, I don't think that's quite ethical, right? Because if we were to, uh, if we were to switch it around, let's say they were the winner, would they call us and want to want us to be on the team? Probably not. So, so this is a clear example um, where I think that there is a lack of What's the word of awareness? Not awareness, but um, uh, it's like not, maybe it is self-awareness, but it's sort of like a lack of awareness or, or, or understanding that mm -hmm. they even thought that way. <laughs> what about another word like integrity? That's right. That's right. That's right. There's no integrity. Right. And I have been fighting that a little bit, but um, it's quite interesting. And which is why I, uh, I was so glad when you asked me, like, what, did, what would I want people to know? It's it really goes back to that ratatouille, right? It's anybody can cook. It's not that they should, right? But give them a give them a moment, yeah. right? And we were talking about that movie Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, and for me, making a soup, everybody has their secret when they make yes. their favorite soup. Mm -hmm. So my soup doesn't take like taste like your soup, and my mm -hmm. grandmother's or my mother's soup is even different. So I think that's a beautiful analogy to see like we don't have to be a five-star chef i'm sure we all make perfect soups yes yes exactly exactly and i think i kind of miss that a little bit and you know your your story about um, how the indonesian ladies like just included you yeah. that's that's our typical way we would never like i, I would be working in the office um late my boss would not go home until i went home mm. And my team would say, oh, she, you're still in the office? Okay, we're just going to stay with you. Hey, do you want something to eat? Can we bring you something to eat? And this support and such camaraderie yeah. is what I really miss. I really miss that because that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, I think, Kimi, we need to create that. And you can be yes. the woman leading that. And congratulations so. that you won that pitch. <laughs> so maybe you have a voice there. We need more women like you to change the world and we just heard from finland that they elected very young prime minister so I think very we're proud in a good, very proud of to hear that many many big steps to take but thank you so much for being with us love to hear your story and i feel so connected to you with <laughs> the, the things we have in common thank you so much this was You're really welcome. interesting thank you thank you so much susan what an inspiration to hear from Kemi, working around the world, fighting in diversity and inclusion. And what about the ice cream? What a cool idea. Next week, we hear more about her insights for the marketing in the new decade. Check us every Monday. We'll have a new episode. Leave a comment. We love to hear from you. Thank you for listening.